0: An amazing mission, an incredible journey happening to the holy city of Jerusalem that we're about to describe. I am proud to say that I am also part of the uh, proceedings, this coming Yom Yerushalayim. Uh, Before we go any further, it is with great pleasure and a wonderful honor that I introduce to this audience the director of World Mizrahi. He joined us this past Friday on uh, uh, the telephone. He is with us live in studio this morning to discuss one of the most significant dates in modern Jewish history. And that's Rabbi Daron Peretz, the director of World Mizrahi Haraf Peretz. Welcome to JM in the AM. Nahum, what an honor and privilege to be with you in the studio on this <laughs> wonderful show. I appreciate that very much. How many people out there, how many Jews around the world realize that on the uh, the week of the 22nd through the 25th of May, we have a unique opportunity to celebrate something that our ancestors, many of them, never dreamed they'd be able to celebrate and probably never thought any of their Children or grandchildren to be able to celebrate. I'm referring, of course, to the 50th year anniversary of a reunited Jerusalem. It is a mega mission of a lifetime from the United States. It's a few days where everybody gets an opportunity to really concentrate on the holy city of Jerusalem. You are expecting people from all around the world to converge on the holy city. Uh, it is really one of those milestones that uh, that that will produce one of the most incredible things that we always uh, want to produce, and that's a feeling of tremendous Jewish unity. Great pride and just an incredible celebration in the holy city of Jerusalem. Those of you who are looking for details about how you could join on this incredible mission, it's Mizrahi.org slash YY50, Mizrahi.org slash YY50. You are now the director of World Mizrahi for how long? For the last uh, two years, uh, two and a quarter years before then. This may sound like a strange question. (laughs) Would you have taken the position if there wouldn't be a massive milestone anniversary coming up for the city of Jerusalem? <laughs> no, I think I would have taken the position anyway, because
1: I felt that uh, having been in South Africa, my accent is a South African accent. I don't know if all the <laughs> New Yorkers and New Jerseyans can recognize it. Yeah, some got it. <laughs> yeah, some confuse it with an English or an Australian right. accent. But I was born in South Africa, moved to Israel when I was 18 years old, studied in yeshivot and university and did the Hesder program, the only Yeshiva program. And got a call from friends of mine to return to South Africa, even though I'd made Aliyah. In fact, my family had made Aliyah. And they said, Doron, we really want to re-energize the religious Zionist movement. As what often happens in Chutzlahiret with religious Zionism, Mizrahi, world so focused on Aliyah and pushing the centrality of Israel, which we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Often that leaves a gap uh, you know, in, the, in, the, in the actual diaspora communities themselves. Right. And they said, Doron, we want you to come back and we want you to play a role, a young Zionist rabbi in playing a role in invigorating the movement. And we had, for the 15 years, I went for what I thought would be for two years, which became 15 years. <laughs> and had Seattle thank God, to play a role in reinvigorating the movement. And when World Mizrahi a number of years ago was looking for a, a younger director wanting to also reinvigorate themselves as well, I was very privileged that I was nominated and, and selected and returned with my family two years ago. And essentially, Nachum, that is the mission, to make religious anzins the centrality of Israel and Yerushalayim and the role that it plays in Jewish history from a Jewish Torah point of view, uh, you know, to make it as central and in
0: the conversation in the diaspora community. And we should point out that, uh, for whatever reason, the South African community has had a a wonderful relationship, I like to Use the expression, there's always been an active corridor between South Africa and Israel. Absolutely. uh, Constant. Uh, Over the years, for many, many years. And uh, that's number one. And it also seems like a lot of great Jewish leadership concepts are coming from South Africa. (laughs) During this week of the Shabbos Project, it's a good time to point out that South Africa seems to have uh, a vision for the globe, not Mm. just for its small little corner of the earth. Well, it's interesting that the chief rabbi, who's a contemporary of mine, we're the
1: same age, we're in Yeshiva together. Uh, It's it's an amazing initiative, uh, Rabbi Golsin, of the Shabbat Project. I was privileged to play a role in the first one in South Africa where our community, the Mizrahi Yeshiva College community, had 3,000 people who participated and it was very, very special. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, I think South Africa sometimes gives you a chance as a small, very Zionistic, very traditional community to almost... Test out initiatives, which right. if they work well in the local context, gives one the confidence, the impetus to try and do it on a,
0: on a broad basis. N- now, you mentioned us Friday. You spent the, uh, the Shabbat, this past Shabbat in Tinek. I know you were well received there. The RZA conference happened in the five towns on Sunday. Were you happy with the turnout there? Yes, it was a wonderful conference. We had uh, you know, a few hundred people. It was in the in the five towns.
1: Uh, I think the RZA, our national movement here, which is the, you know, the national Mizrahi movement, is also in the process of re-energizing. It's done a wonderful job over the years, but is looking very much to be relevant to the younger people as well and to, to take significant strides forward. To that, uh, to that end, they've just uh, employed uh, Rabbi Gideon Schlush. They haven't had an executive director for a while and whole office infrastructure in Manhattan. Those and of us <laughs> from Lower Manhattan are very familiar <laughs> with him and he's amazing. He's a wonderful, wonderful guy and I look yeah. very, very forward to it. Working together with him and uh, and essentially and it's all uh, we've also the RZA he has built a national board also of people coming on joining Marty Olena uh, now is the co-president of Rabbi Lenny Matenki, uh, a previous head of the RCA, as we know, cha- right. chair of the RCA al- from Chicago, along with Dr. Ernie Agatstein, the head of our chapter in, uh, in Los Angeles, and to create a sense of a national movement, now with an office and executive director, to place religious Zionism, I would say, at the very forefront and driving force of the community sort of agenda within North America. That's really
0: the aim. I think that, and Rabbi Daron Peretz is here, director of World Mizrahi for the last couple of years, I think that in general uh if you look at the history of the Mizrahi movement in the 20th century and then going into the 21st uh it, it, there was always some uh, there, there were questions especially mm. once the state of Israel was established what's the role of the Mizrahi movement mm. as the uh as the leadership uh, got older and had difficulties in transmitting certain messages to the youth um the question was what would be the future of the Mizrahi world movement uh between you Uh, Rabbi Schlosser, you mentioned, and uh, I would assume others who are uh, uh, bringing in some young blood and some uh, real uh, reinvigoration. Uh, there is a tremendous potential here There is mm. tremendous potential to reach people around the world And to remind them just how important Israel and Jerusalem is to the Jewish community around oh, the world Absolutely, Nachum yeah.
1: In fact, since I've been in the role, I've seen incredible Seyata in, de in reinvigorating Many of our branches around the world I'll give you one or two examples sure. Recently the Chief Rabbi of the British Commonwealth Rabbi Fry Mervis has accepted the role of being President of Mizrahi UK He felt of the United Kingdom that it was such a, a, a organization making Such a difference, especially in the last number of years with new people coming on that he wanted to officially align with it. And as we speak now, he has been um, hosted by Mizrahi Canada, also going through a reinvigoration process, always been a very Zionistic community in Canada, in Toronto and beyond. And he's just been finished today on a one week trip. Uh, the Chief Rabbi of the, United, of the British Commonwealth, right. as the guest of Mizrahi Canada, mm. they took him countrywide. I got a call from the heads of Mizrahi on Friday, to saying to me, Rabbi Doron, you have no idea how successful this trip is. Communities from all over Canada turning to us as Mizrahi want to offer services strong uh, Jewish and Zionist identity which these two things don't always go together and, oh, yeah. and what they really want and one example he was in Ottawa in the capital he spoke in the House of Commons and he got a standing ovation he spoke in the Jewish community in Ottawa in the capital a small community 500 people turned out they'd never seen such a crowd I'm not sure if they're even 500 Jews I'm not <laughs> sure You're Not certainly the Orthodox community two imams joined the Bishop of uh, Ottawa joined and members of Parliament in, in, the, in the Jewish Community Centre and it was unbelievable. And as I say, they're now looking also at, the, at, a, you know, at continuing this invigoration process and it's happening indeed throughout the world. And I have to tell you, Nachum, there is such excitement about the opportunity of uh, around Yom Rishalayim,
0: about. Oh boy, you know, Oh boy! We, we've been talking about this for the last five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we've been ta- we did the 40th anniversary celebration from Jerusalem. I don't know if you remember the 40th, but it was a very rainy Yom Yerushalayim. And we did the broadcast there, and I think we started speaking about the 50th right after that show. Uh, We all want to be there. I can only imagine how many people in this audience want to be there. I can only imagine how many people you meet around the world Mm. who want to be there, because it will be not just Americans. It will be people from all parts of the world who are going to be joining uh, that incredible celebration. It sounds like there's a a real burst of Zionism that is being uh, promulgated by you and your new staff. Uh, throughout the World Mizrahi Movement. Um, the dates are the 22nd through the 25th of May. I assume, like everything else, these dates are flexible in terms of what people individually want to do, in terms of being in Israel. We know that uh, Shavuot is the next week. Uh, like is before that, there's always opportunities to stay in Israel even longer. But the central part of this mission is going to be right around Yom Yerushalayim, of course, uh, the 24th of May. Uh, we plan on broadcasting from there on the 24th of May and celebrating 50 years. And there are a lot of different elements that you're going to be including during this mission. You want people to be open to, to a lot of different things. To mm-hmm. entertainment, to inspiration, to to words of Torah and other important words of Zionism from mm-hmm. any leaders. You're really putting together an mm-hmm. entire program, aren't you? Absolutely. I think
1: first and foremost is to be there for the day. in ali Alla regal, I right. would call it. In fact, one of our global ambassadors for this program is uh, Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. Right. We'll have a, uh, a, a video Which we'll send to you To air, air the, the, the audio side Yeah on we'll air. share that With everybody Yeah he's come As one of our Global ambassadors Coming especially To Yom Yerushalayim As part of the World Mizrahi mission Inviting Diaspora Jury As one of the leading Voices in Diaspora Jury To come and join For this occasion So really mm-hmm. the aim Is to bring Thousands of people But specifically Nachum for Yom Yerushalayim Many people have been To Jerusalem Many many times over I'm alarmed uh, amazed That some people haven't But to bring everyone Together The Kiddush of an Aliyah regal Which would happen Through three times a year. The khidush is the unique idea is bring everyone together at the same time. Barov Amhadrat Melech, a sense of unity, a sense of everybody together. And when is there, as you said in the introduction, a better time to do this than (laughs) Yom Yoshalaim itself? The very day, the third day of the Sixth Day War, the 28th of VR, which, as you said, this year is on the 23rd, 24th of May. Right. The very day that the Kotel, the Temple Mount, the old city came under Jewish sovereign control for the first time in almost 2,000 years since the year 70 CE. We had a state in 1948, as we all know. However, the state, as we know, only had part of Yerushalayim and not the historic parts of Yerushalayim. And the fact that only 19 years later, exactly 50 years ago, you know, it came in the most miraculous of circumstances... I think is one of the most significant days <clears throat> excuse me in all of Jewish history and certainly in the modern era uh, arguably the miracles we saw in 1948 and 1967 we had not seen since the time of Hanukkah mm. and uh, to have experienced that and now 50 years on the Jubilee Yovel celebrations not to be able to bring thousands from diaspora jury together we're working with many organizations building partnerships and affiliates but to be the umbrella organization bringing them together from all over the world Specifically during the three days from Monday evening which is our opening. We're having a big opening at Binyana Oma at the, the, uh, the International uh, conference, um, center. conference Center. Yaakov Shweki as right. you mentioned will be joining us along with other artists from within Israel across the board in Israel and uh, the President of Israel and that will be the opening ceremony on that Monday evening. Uh, to go through some of the details of the program sure. on the Tuesday we uh, we have a at Binyana Oma at the International Conference Center a uh, conference on the future of Zionism and religious Zionism with the leading speakers from the diaspora in Israel across the board on issues of Jewish identity, um, Torah, of course, uh, the spiritual, security, um, political issues facing Yerushalayim, facing the Jewish people, particularly from a religious Zionist point of view. Mm. And that is a a full day, multiple sessions, a, a mega conference. And then, of course, that evening, Tuesday, the 23rd, Wednesday, is Yerushalayim we will experience Yerushalayim Aliala regal Means regal People got to bring Their walking <laughs> shoes There are going to be Multiple trips Because obviously With so many people Please God You can't all do The same thing At the same time But there will be Multiple Syrian trips All around Yerushalayim Both at night And in the evening We have a planned Tefillah at the Kotel With all the Shivot Hezder 74 Shivot Hezder We will daven And thank Hashem Together For the privilege Of having You know, you know This moment in history Plus one final thing yeah. We have to go to Chevron. Oh of course Yom Chevron is the the next Yom. day. Hebron is the next day, the day that Chevron returns. Right. And of course, uh, uh, and of course, Ir Ha'avot, the, where it all began from many yeah. points of view. So we will be there as well. Ending on Harazetim,
0: on the, uh, you know, on Mount that of Olives Belt. from a beautiful place overlooking Yerushalayim. And that's it. That's the idea. Those who've never yeah. been to the what you're describing as the Tuesday night march through the old city to get to the Kotel, it is one of the most exhilarating feelings. And uh, it's, it's just a, it's a wonderful opportunity to uh, to uh, feel in your heart as if you yourself are Mm -hmm. going to claim Mm -hmm. that area of Jerusalem. That's Mm -hmm. how it feels. Mm -hmm. And and I can only imagine what it's going to be like on the 50th. You're also going to give people an opportunity to meet some of the paratroopers who actually fought in the War of 67. The conference you mentioned, all of this, uh, begins with a spectacular opening ceremony, as you described, and will end with a great closing ceremony as well, as uh, Mizrahi is playing a very, very big Role in leading the uh, 50th anniversary celebration. It's mizrahi.org slash yy50. Mizrahi.org slash yy50. We're going to be part of this incredible mission of a lifetime and everybody out there can book and get details about uh, the journey by going to that website and becoming part of it. Mizrahi.org slash yy50. You know, you mentioned, Dravi Parrots, the, um, the outreach that's going on the uh the representatives that are going to schools to the house of commons and to <laughs> many other places to spread the word both within and in other areas not within the Jewish community and other areas as well what about the youth what about the uh, I don't know the typical american yeshiva kid who's 10 15 years old are we are we going to address that issue of not just reaching their parents and grandparents with these <laughs> messages but trying to reach the Jewish youth who do not know what it was like in the early years after Yerushalayim was liberated, and who now, maybe rightfully so, take it for granted that one can travel as much as they want, as often as they want, to both uh, the state of Israel and to the city of Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Now, I think what you said is an absolutely critical point. Many of us, it's nostalgic for us. We hear Israel,
1: Yerushalayim, right. you know, we remember those nostalgic times. Today, Israel and Yerushalayim, for many of the youth, come with all types of challenges and uh, you know, uh, you know, occupation and, and all of these different things which right. are, you know, really challenging. And that's why I specifically think we have to develop a message for these young people. Uh, we know that within the broader modern Orthodox religious Zionist world, there are around 3,000 kids who come every year on gap year programs, right. not to mention the many high school programs from around the world. And the aim is to involve all the gap year students as well, because the, the critical time and you've got 3,000 kids from across, let's say, the broader modern Orthodox religious Zionist world in Israel during this time, that is the opportunity to to really cement the connection on so many levels to Israel and Yerushalayim. And we plan to do that also as part of these celebrations as well, specific tracks for them. And indeed, I want to say that a, a college campus focus is a major Uh, focus of Mizrahi. I want to say that our local, the, the national organization here, the RZA, is in the process of facilitating the return of at least 50 young men and women who have been in Israel on their yeshiva experience and have gone to colleges now in the winter break to facilitate their returning to the yeshivot and midrashot. And we will be organizing leadership programs for them. Because a big thing which often wanes the connection, often to Torah and sometimes to Israel as well as one goes to the college experience and especially often around the country the need to, re- to connect to Israel and to Torah is absolutely critical and hence some internship programs and specifically winter programs is something that we are investing in. And we, we, we think that around Yom Rushalayim this year, there's also a golden mm-hmm. opportunity to bring together the yeshivot midrashot. Don't often the thousands of kids don't often always get together in the same place at the same time, feeling the power of the sum total, you know, the whole being bigger than the sum total of the individual parts. And that as well will be taking place.
0: Uh, it's really a unique opportunity. And the truth is that if, uh, parents are, uh, are, are considering joining us and being part of this unique experience they should uh, consider taking their children with them absolutely and making them part of this celebration and just uh, introducing them many of them to jerusalem and to the entire concept of uh, the 50th anniversary so everybody has an opportunity to be this year in jerusalem with the Mizrahi world movement yom yushalayim is wednesday the 24th of may starting that monday the mega mission of a lifetime takes place celebrating 50 years and to really um, uh, conveying to Jews around the world the importance of Jerusalem, and really conveying to the entire world mm. the importance of Jerusalem. Mm. We know what UNESCO is all about now. I don't mm. think too many people in our community knew, knew what UNESCO was a month ago. <laughs> now we yeah. know what it is. We know how important yeah. it is to make a statement not only to our own, but to make a statement to the world in general. And here's an opportunity to do so. I'd like to comment on the
1: UNESCO. It's very interesting. Sure. Just one, one comment regarding the youth. One of our branches in the United Kingdom have decided to do a Jerusalem quiz amongst all the high school kids. Nice. And the winners of that quiz will travel uh, to Jerusalem for this. So that's also something we're considering in communities around the world. But very certainly nice. throughout the United Kingdom in the tens of different schools, they will learn about Jerusalem and then the winners will come here, which is something to consider sure. doing here as well. But a very important uh, comment about UNESCO. I mean, I think we all know how ridiculous such a, you know, in the face of so much archaeological and scientific proof to say that the Jewish people do not have A historic connection to Jerusalem is literally the same as Abba Evan said as saying the world is flat. As Abba Evan said, you can probably get a majority in the United Nations to say that the world is flat and the Jewish people flattened it. (laughs) But, But, but having said that, having said that, I think there's a critical point to note. Dr. Dorigold makes this point in his book, The Battle for Jerusalem. He says until the year 2000, Never was it discussed that Jerusalem would be something that the Jewish people could negotiate on. Lots of other things could be negotiated on, but Jerusalem was never, ever discussed. Only in the Camp David Accords, says Dr. Gold, when Jerusalem was put on the negotiating table for the first time, did the Palestinians say, wow, the Jewish people are actually prepared to negotiate on their holiest of holies, and immediately afterwards, for the first time, because it was, it was ridiculous for any Palestinian leader to say that the Jewish people had to have, don't have any... A, Jew, a historical connection So Arafat says For the first time in 2001 The Jewish people do not have uh, the, the, temple of, the Temple of Solomon did not sit in Jerusalem It sat in Nablus So already distancing from Nablus A year later he said Having reconsidered the Jewish Temple Didn't even sit in Nablus It sat nowhere in the land of Israel There's no connection to the land of Israel And I think what's critical about this Nahum, And I, only then really this began This beginning of mm-hmm. You know that the Jewish people have no connection to Jerusalem And I think once we are weak about our connection to Jerusalem, once for us the connection is not an absolute connection, not that we prepared, obviously, of course, to offer full civil and religious rights to all of the people in Jerusalem. in the history of Jerusalem, have the, uh, the, the freedom of worship ever been so, you know, to, to Christians and Muslims and Jews around Jerusalem, has, it ever been, uh, has there ever been a better custodian for Jerusalem in the thousands of years than the state of Israel over the last 50 years? But I think when we questioned our connection, can Jerusalem and the old city and the Kotel and, uh, you know, the Jewish quarter, are these uh, part of a, a political negotiating process? I think when we were not clear, I think in this gap, Others stepped in and said, well, if you're not clear, Mm -hmm. then maybe, Tucker, there's room not to be clear. And I think this 50 years is to come along and say that the privilege of Yerushalayim is not something to be taken for granted. We have to come en masse from all over the world and celebrate together in unison and in unity the unification of the city, which, you know, you have to pinch yourself that we
0: live in such an era. It is unbelievable. Uh, uh, To paraphrase Ben-Gurion, I'll say it this way because we're on the air. I'm not worried about what the world says. I'm worried about what the Jews do. And what you just said, certainly, uh, that's a perfect application. The mega mission of a lifetime, 50 years of a reunited Jerusalem, happens the week of May 22nd. Everyone is invited to be part of it. The Mizrahi World Movement is at the helm of an amazing celebration with uh, a, a beautiful program starting that Monday and going through the entire week through Yom Chevron. Uh, Mizrahi.org slash YY50. We will be part of that mission. We'll be broadcasting from Jerusalem and we invite you to participate. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring your schools. Uh, Rabbi Daron Peretz recommended uh, using the, the mission as an incentive, uh, and as a prize possibly for contests you may run surrounding Jerusalem in your shul or in your school. Uh, it's really an amazing opportunity. You would welcome any school or shul that wants to put together a group to go with you. Absolutely. And participate in that way and make it their own Mission is part of this mission of a lifetime. Just go to the web and get all the details. Mizrahi.org/slash yy50. Again, that's mizrahi.org/slash yy50. This must be a real burst of, um, and we keep using the word rejuvenation, hmm. uh, but a real rebirth of the movement, uh, uh, this 50th anniversary celebration.
1: Yeah, very much so. I'd say that, uh, you know, I'd say that. Uh, you know, uh, when one follows on ways, you know, often when you, you 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 lose your way, it says you know recalculating. Right. And I think for us, Mizrahi was very focused for many years on Aliyah and moving to Israel. I think what we didn't do enough of, and this is what we how we sort of strategizing now, is how can we from a point of view of Kimitzion Tate Torah sit together in Israel and think how can we. Offer value. How can we deepen the connection of our communities around the world to Israel? And what better than Yom Atzmaut and Yom Yerushalayim? I would actually say maybe one of the hallmarks of a successful religious Zionist community around the world, where you know Torah and Zionism are flourishing, is how is how is Yom Yerushalayim celebrated? Yeah. And I must say, I think Nahum, I've seen around you know uh, different communities that. It needs a lot of chizuk. Right. You know, Yom we Shalai, try, and we try, And I think it needs a lot of chizuk. And I think if we can take these days, both Yom Ha'atzmut and Yom Reshalay and say these are two of the most significant days from a historical and religious point of view in the modern era and throughout Jewish history, and make them the religious, spiritual days of celebration and appreciation that they should be all over the world, then we'll really be adding something, you know, to the, either the tapestry of of, uh, of the Jewish experience and Zionist experience in the diaspora. So we've picked these two days of heartening their celebration and significance all over the world. And I think the best way to reinvigorate that is to bring the leadership, the rabbinic community leadership and delegates from all over the world to Yerushalayim, for Yom Yerushalayim, and think together of a vision for world Jewry driven out of Yerushalayim through the Dual tenets of Jewish and Torah, Jewish and Zionist identity, and uh, that's really the aim. And I just want to say one final thing, Nachum. You touched on communities bringing delegations. There are a number of communities around the world, rabbis, who have already approached us to say they want to bring a mission from their shul. We can also assist in putting that mission together. Meaning we focus any on any size. It could be ten side. people. It could be hundred people. Absolutely. Meaning people shouldn't think it's got to be a thousand absolutely, people. Absolutely, don't. absolutely. So for the three days, the three days, everybody comes together. But we are assisting through our different tour operators that. people people can bring a mission before and after join for the three days but we will also facilitate the organizing of uh, you know of tours uh, before and after the idea is the essence of yerushalayim is that it brings people together, osat kol Israel and I think the time has come for us as a religious Zionist modern Orthodox movement and beyond, mm-hmm. and beyond, to bring the dual tenets of Torah, Jewish Zionist identity,
0: all together in Yerushalayim for this incredibly historic time. And let me just add on a practical level for those uh, in the United States, because legal holidays that we that we refer to are those that are observed in the United States. That uh, Yom Yerushalayim is Wednesday, the following Monday is Memorial Day, a day that you'd likely be off from work as well or many people would I should say. And then Tuesday is Erev Shavuot, Wednesday is Shavuot. So you may want to consider certainly if you're going to add to the uh, to the days of the conference and the mission, uh you may want to consider actually doing it on that end and staying a little bit longer. Uh, through Shavuot in Israel. It is an amazing experience. Talk about being Shavuot in your shalayim, It's an amazing experience mm-hmm. as well. Okay, Harav Doron Peretz, first of all, Mazal Tov. A couple of years too late, but Mazal <laughs> never too late, right? Mazal Tov on your position uh, as Director of World Mizrahi. We look forward to being there. And uh, speaking to you at uh, at one of the most incredible highlights of my personal career, which is to be uh, there for the 50th anniversary of the reunification of Jerusalem. And everybody out there, you could join this mega mission. You could bring five people, ten people, a hundred people. You could bring your own family. You could bring people from your synagogue, people from your men's club. You can uh, bring families from your shul or school. Whatever you want to do, it is a unique opportunity. It's only going to be once in a lifetime that you could celebrate 50 years of reunification of Jerusalem. So think about it and consider it strongly. Uh, the 24th of May is the actual day. It starts earlier that week on Monday. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Get it? Yom Yerushalayim. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Rabbi Jerome Peretz is Director of World Mizrahi. Yes, you wanted to add one more thing? So I want to say one thing sure. in conclusion. Firstly, we are absolutely thrilled to have
1: you, Nachum, and the, the Nachum Siegel team, and Miriam, the team, coming with us. Tadara. We're absolutely thrilled it adds so much to it. And we thank you for being part of it. Sure. And to say when one goes online to our website to book one, we'll see there eight different hotels where many rooms have been secured. So one can come to all different hotels depending on one's preferences, depending on one's financial ability, etc. And that's all part of the program. It's all on the website. we'll all be joining together for the actual activity. If people have apartments in Israel or have other ways of staying, they can also just pay for the actual three days itself, just the activity, without the hotel and the breakfast. But there are many options available. But
0: the idea is bring everyone together and let's come together like we've never come before. The flexibility is there. The important part is just being in Jerusalem that day and through that week. Uh, Harav Peretz Adarabah, thank you so much. Thank you, Nachman, for the pleasure and the privilege. More coming up. Here's Yaakov Shweki. We mentioned he's part of it. Here he is at JM and the AM.